Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are two millennial farm wives raising lots of littles, figuring out how to run ag businesses with our husbands, learning, loving, and living life day by day in America's heartland. If you landed here, you can expect uplifting positive real talk about being a farm wife, mom, and being a woman in agriculture, conquering all God gives us. We are so excited you're traveling on this back road with us. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast, episode 20, the one where we fill our bucket, or at least we try to fill our bucket. (laughs) What's up, girl? Hey. Or we should say the one where we try to dump some stuff out of our bucket to fill up with some more stuff. Right. I mean, I wanted to call it the one where we buy toilet paper, but you told me I couldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we would just cause controversy, wouldn't we? Okay, before we jump into this, let's just get the quote out of the way and then we can recap and chitter chatter and do all the things. It's a call to review, but I will do that. What did I say? What did I say? Let's get the quote out of the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, review, review. Okay, so this is from Amanda G underscore 07. Says, inspirational and relatable, five stars. These ladies speak the truth in every episode. You don't have to be a farm wife to listen. They pour understanding and shed light on motherhood, being a wife, being busy, farm-related, and non-farm-related. Listen and have your cup filled with goodness. Oh, dude, I didn't even read the quote before we thought of the title. This is perfect. Yep, the stars aligned with that one. So we recorded, this is, I don't don't even care, this is Wednesday we're recording, so it's going to drop next Monday. Wow, we're early. We rock. Yeah, it's usually like last minute. OMG, we should record. Like it's been it's been less than one week since we recorded. So I want to say not a lot's happened, but a lot has happened. It has. And we had a ton um, of lessons on episode 19. So thank you for listening to us discuss advocating. Yeah, and it was long, but I if you didn't listen and you're just hopping in at this episode, I highly recommend heading back. We always talk about current things that are going on in our lives, in the economy, in the world, and then we try to you know, expand it. Um, but this one, you know, a lot's happened. So we kind of, I don't know if we joked about COVID-19. I, would, I definitely wouldn't say we joked about it, but we did talk about it, how we thought health professionals are just kick butt people. And um, a lot has happened since then in the United States. It is now technically the coronavirus or this version of it is technically a pandemic. But did you know that a pandemic, I mean, do you know the definition of a pandemic? Let me look it up. I don't, but I'll let you look it up. I do think that, so for me, I'm going to tell this story because I like for people to know that I'm real life. So I posted the other day that I saw Amazon had a worker that contracted COVID-19. Okay. So I immediately in my mom head, am like, S-H-I-T, I have two packages coming Mm-hmm. I need to cancel those. That's like in my head. Like, I don't remember what I ordered, but I sh- just shouldn't bring that into my home. And so I refused my packages from Amazon, yada, yada. So anyway, this lady messaged me that next day and she, she was really kind. And she's like, I know that you always advocate fear-based marketing with GMOs. I'm a nurse and I just feel like I should let you know that. And like proceeded to tell me like the CDC is calling it this, like you know, just like put me in my place because I was being extreme. 
And so she just said, I want you to know that like hand washing, um, using your best, you know, like Lysol, doing all the things that you should normally be doing to keep the flu away is what you should be doing with the coronavirus. Like, and I, I kind of got offended at first, like, OMG, she's like, you know, was trying to be Coming at you. Right. And that's kind of how I felt because I was nervous about it. But then she, I'm like, I just calmed down. I'm like, wait, could you please like, tell me where you source your information and then explain to me what you're trying to say. And so we had a really good conversation. I felt like we both kind of had our guard up at first and it ended really well. Like she was just trying to do what I do with people talking about GMOs, you know, fear-based marketing. She was just telling me that because Amazon had a worker, like you shouldn't stop ordering your packages. And right. so I'm really thankful that she reached out to me. And like, that's what depresses the markets is right. um, fear mongering. And so I'm not a health professional. We know that I'm a teacher gone farmer. <laughs> I can talk to you about crops and pigs all day. I don't know a thing about healthcare, but I am definitely aware of the situation. And at first I was the same way. I was like, oh my gosh, okay. Like what, you know, what are we going to do? What do I need to not do? And then I thought, you know what, Kylie, like, like let's learn more about it. I researched it. Everything I see says that it can be prevented by just your normal hygiene, um, not getting sneezed in the face, right? Not wiping your face off, sucking your thumb. Like my daughter sucks her thumb and I'm hard on her right now. Like get that thumb out of your mouth. Get it out, girl. Um, right. She needs to anyways. So I also put something yesterday. So here's my problem with it is that the United States, I would like to say, less likely rural people. I don't know if that's a true statement or not. Um, I put something out there like, how do you really feel about the coronavirus on Instagram? And every single person said it's way overblown by the media. Like every single person said like fear mongering, overblown out, blown out of proportion. And I had like 60 responses and they're all people that are, you know, like-minded farming people. So why are we buying stores out of toilet paper? Like, cause in case you get quarantined, me and my sister today, we were just talking and she's like, like diarrhea isn't even one of the symptoms. Why do they need so much toilet paper? Like you can't order toilet paper off Amazon off of, well, I don't know about Amazon, uh, like Sam's club, Costco, Walmart. They're all not shipping because they're so low in stores and you know, your local places have them dollar general to the rescue. Right. We just needed some. I mean, I'm good with popping a squat outside. So if we really get in a pandemic of no toilet paper, baby wipes, I got it. Natural. <laughs> right. Like leaf. Leaf. Right. Corn uh, stalk. <laughs> not, it's probably not warm enough for poison ivy yet. So you'd be fine picking any leaf. And I don't want to sound insensitive because I do think it is scary, especially for those people who are immunosuppressed in some way, have Elderly. cancer, those are people who live in the nursing home babies. Yeah, I, I totally get it. But I do also think that the media, like social media, the news is making it, is making it so scary that like me, like as a mom, that's the first thing I thought was, oh my gosh, I can't bring that into my home via Amazon for some pens. And so I was glad that she messaged me and reached out and talked about that. Yeah. This nice lady messaged me today. And at first we were just joking because on my social media, I put, because Purdue and Ohio state, from what I've read, there's probably more cases to follow. They are um, canceling in-person classes. And I'm sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, like we're real, like, what if a bad case of the flu, are you going to cancel the rest of the semester? Or are you going to cancel a short period? I mean, I just need to know a little bit more about the situation before I develop like a hard opinion on it. 
but I'm, I'm just sure that those have competitive basketball teams. And so on my Facebook, I was just joking or Instagram. I said, if you're not having in-person class, like you, you not allowed to play in March madness, like right. Academics, uh, before athletics. Oh yeah. I mean, that's I was what just, I was said. I was just joking. And, um, someone's like, are you a K-State fan? I'm like, no heavens. No, I'm not a K-State fan. No offense to you. Uh. My brother. They're like, they said, well, I wouldn't want, I heard they were considering it. I wouldn't want your team to be kicked out. And I'm like, my team's not even in March Madness. So it's totally fine. Yeah. And I'm K State football fan, not basketball. I'm a Kansas Jayhawks basketball. Oh my. <laughs> I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. Gross. Okay. Anyways, anyways Missouri Kansas rivalry. We can move on from there. We suck right now. So I can't really have a lot of smack to talk. Um, so that's enough about the coronavirus. It's crazy. It's 100% affecting the markets. We're going into like a, um, coronavirus slash media recession. I mean, don't, you heard it first on the Midwest Farm Wives podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's, we were just talking before the podcast that farming this year appears to be like the future is going to be rough. And in true fashion, you know, Kylie had texted me earlier. She's kind of having a rough week. And I just said, what of it can you control? And really, none. So, yeah, I tried to talk her down from the not ledge she was on and reminded her the Midwest Farm Wise podcast. We know that things could always be worse. We should have a gratitude attitude and control what we can. Yeah. And it's hard to do that. Like, that's what we say all the time, but like we get in those funks too. And that's me. Like we've had some things go on personally. And then we, I mean, Jordan is such a good marketer, but there's so many things out of your control. And when you hear negative, 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 and then you open up social media, negative, negative, the news, negative, negative. There's only so much you can take into negative. It does. And I'm so grateful for everything that I have. I have two beautiful kids. I have a a, a very loving husband that we get along really, really well. And we work side by side well together. We love each other. Like I have a great relationship with God. What else could I want? But like all that negativity weighs on you. Yes, it does. Okay. So yeah, it's been a crazy, it's been a crazy week. Like I'm ready to relax. I get to go to a wedding this weekend. My aunt's getting married. The kids are ring bearer and flower girl. So that should be interesting. That'll be cute. I'm going to have a tall beverage and I'm just going to forget all my worries and troubles. Not that I'm condoning drinking to like ease your problems. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone knows that we like a drink. But, but I might. Yeah. So we were talking about before this podcast, how we can fill our buckets. And so I asked Kylie if she knew what bucket filling was my kids, or I guess Bodie, I should say, learned that in school that when you fill a bucket, you're either doing kind by someone else, you're doing good by yourself. Um, you're pouring things into your bucket that are good for you basically. And so I was at a women's conference a couple weeks ago and she had this picture up and it said, how do you fill your bucket? And so she explained that we all have different size buckets because of um, your genetics, how you were brought up, how you, um, I guess, delegate your time and such is how you fill your bucket. So they had this on here. It says rocks, um, 
put the rocks in first. Your rocks are your time with your family, with your friends, and big projects that need done. Um, can you fit in some pebbles? So the next thing you put in are pebbles, which is volunteering, meetings, things you would like to do. And then it says, can you add any sand? So sand are your routine chores, your daily stuff. And then it says, is your bucket full or can you add some water? So then the water is what you should be doing last, which most of us are usually putting at first, is the cleaning, watching TV, surfing the internet, social media, and other things that don't necessarily take up the most room in your bucket. So I thought that was a really cool analogy. Yeah, I like that a lot. It is, it is really the truth. You have to just look inside of yourself and figure out what's most important and what can you focus your energy on. And especially all you moms out there that have your kids all day and you find yourself um, eternally busy. I don't know if eternally is the right word, but like you're always busy. You're always doing things. You're picking up after kids, but your mind is really kind of doing its own thing. And I think that's where I am today, especially like I'm at home. Jordan's like, just stay busy. And I'm like, okay, well I can do the laundry and think too. Like, yeah. And, and like, I think that also a sense of busy sometimes makes us women feel like we're um, worthy maybe is the word I'm looking for when really yeah. the stuff that we're doing is just busy work. Yeah. Like it's not working. It's not working productively. It's just working busily. Like busily. Is that a word? Yeah. Okay. That's, ugly. I don't know if it is or not, but it's fine in my book. But I, I know a quote that says like work productively and rest without guilt, which is really good. Yeah. And I talked to my mother-in-law and she's, um, she just helped me like put it into perspective. She's just like, God will always provide. And like in our life, we've had so many major events happen, like the fire and our trucker wrecking and, you know, the eighties even, and it's always been God will provide. And, and you come on the, out of the other side of your darkness or the things that you have, you know, brewing up inside of you. And it's, it's almost always better. It's different. Yeah. It's either always better or you learn something from it. Yeah. Yeah. You come out and you're like, okay, I know why that had to happen. So a girl the other day, she, I know she tagged you in it too. And it was like, had the hardest year of our marriage last year during plant 2019. And she said something about hoping this year is better. And my comment back to it, like I made a post was, um, challenges arise every single year in different ways don't expect for things to be perfect because that's not how farming goes. You just, challenges arise and you guys learn to be stronger in those areas. I feel like yep. things will always happen, but you, you learn a lesson from it. You learn to be stronger. You learn how to deal with it. You learn grace. You learn so many different things by the challenges that you're faced with. I agree. That always happen. Like that's, there's never going to be a year in farming to any of you women. I'm on year eight. Kylie, are you year eight too? I would say year seven probably. Okay. We've been married. So we'll be married seven years this fall, but like we've been dating forever. So it's whatever you want to call it. So as seasoned farm wives, I would call us somewhat seasoned, whatever. Like things aren't always going to be great. You're no. just going to have to learn how to adjust, learn to give yourself and your husband grace. It's hard. It's not ever going to be easy but it's worth it. Yeah. And I do really think that there's a reason for this and that it's all, you know, it, it's just, everything's piled up all at once and it's, you just got to get to the other side of it. And I am, um, trying to remember what's really important. And I know that we'll get there. 
like I'm not so sad and down in the dumps and I know that it could get worse or it could get better or whatever, but it's all the perspective of that. You look at different issues. Right. I agree. So I think our goal was to keep this podcast short, right? Yep. (laughs) So basically the message of today is don't lose your mind about coronavirus, prepare yourself. Um, don't, suppress the economy any more than you need to keep getting your Amazon packages. (laughs) Wash your hands. Wash your hands. We're almost to warm season. I don't think that's obviously going to eradicate the disease out of the country because it gets warm, but you know, that's generally how the, the, uh, how it trends. Correct. Fill your bucket in ways that will add the big rocks first. Yes. And don't sweat the small stuff and really try to remember what's super important in your life and what adds value and what doesn't and let the stuff that doesn't go and focus your energy into like those good things. Right. And so when you were just saying let things go, I saw this thing there that said four D's of time management and it has like a chart and it says urgent, non-urgent, important, non-important. So the things you should do are the four things say, do it, delegate it, plan it or dump it. So it's like telling you that things are not like if you have a pile of laundry to do, but you're exhausted, you need more sleep, leave the laundry till tomorrow or start your timer on your washing machine that has a scheduler on it, which is the best thing ever. And it'll be ready in the morning. Mine doesn't have that. I wish it did. Can you hear my kids? Yeah, it's okay. Oh, that's Reese slamming the door. Okay, so all right. I, quote, I didn't even tell you what it was, but I'm going to read it. Okay, perfect. And it's kind of long, so bear with me. It says, please stop overthinking life like you have to have an answer to every feeling or situation. That's not how life works. We figure it all out by just living, by messing up, by failing forward, by missing an opportunity, by seeking advice and not taking it. We learn what's important and what is not. Sometimes we have no idea what to do and it's scary, but it's okay. Always trust your gut and know everything will work out exactly the way it's supposed to. It always does. Relax. We are never in control anyway. Sorry, Reese is yelling in the background. I had to mute myself. <laughs> she needs a fruit snack. Me too, girl. So, okay. That's all we got for today. That was a good one. I, I love it. I, I think if you're looking for positivity from our podcast today, you might not have found it, but um, rest assured that the sun will rise again tomorrow and it will be a better day. And if it's not, the next day will. So just keep in there, hang in there and um, do yeah. a gratitude list. Just Great. make yourself feel better somehow, some way. Okay. Till next Plus. time. Later. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. We would love to reach more women in ag. If you would like, please share our podcast with your friends and let us know what you think. You can also find us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at the grateful farmwife. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the Midwest Farmwives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. We'll see you next time. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in every day. Stay grateful, friends.